Welcome to episode number 87 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast from WeStream FM. I'm Matt, I'm joined this week by Mr. Joseph. Hello, welcome back. Hello, it's great to be back. Yes. Mr. Dupe, how was Germany? Hello. Alfidus, oh shit, no, the other one. Danke. No. Winston's goodbye, isn't it? Yeah, so that's, I mean, thank you. I picked a little I didn't bit. Even, I didn't even do German at school and I'm already better than you. Cheers. Yeah, anyway, fine. hello. Bitter. Hello. More like. Bitter. <laughs> um, David Azapardi, welcome back. Thank you, Matthew. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we, we the ranks are depleted once again. It seems that the the TwitchCon Lurgy has sort of found its way through the camp. So a mighty foursome this week. But anyway... Um, so this week's pod, we have a discussion about football manager and whether it's too easy this year in comparison to previous years. We have mm, a Dave-related quiz, so we I don't know what that's going to be like. <laughs> 50-50, possibly. Hey. Uh, but first of all, let's get some save updates going. So uh, I don't know where we sh- should start, because you've all got individual saves that you're working on at the moment, and then you've got the network save that you're all involved in. So it, I say. If we start off with Joe, you do your individual save, we'll work our way around the room, and then we'll come back to the, the big old network save towards the end. Um, well, I've still been playing my superstar Real Madrid, El Nuevo Galacticos um, kind of save. Um, dropped a little blog post yesterday, as in Friday, um, just kind of outlining the last two seasons, because I've done the normal thing where you, you play ahead, don't record anything, don't write anything down, then you have to think, about well, can I be asked to actually update anybody <laughs> and it to be fair the only reason I've, I've probably done it is because I've been asked a few times on Twitter oh is there an update coming have you been playing the save and I'm like yeah I have been playing the save and then they want to start asking questions about who you signed and what you've done and you just think oh, I need to just get this done you know so just went back through the last two seasons and tried to describe it in Florentino Perez's kind of last two years of his presidential I don't know run or um and just went back really and the first season that I took over we ended up finishing level on points with Barcelona um, I scored more goals than them um, but they beat me on the head to head and I think we finished on nine, 97 points each so it's a really high points total um, went into the, the season after that and I think I won the league by 14 points so it started to get quite easy um, which obviously goes on to our subject later on but literally transformed their side now and it has really turned into a Galactico side and I was, I was talking to the boys last night I think it's only really a left back and a right back that I need now to to have like that world class 11 and the only thing I'm thinking is who is world class to play right back or left back for Real Madrid so that's the kind of question I'll probably throw out on Twitter to who to sign um, did you not see Dave in the charity cup with those step overs I did yeah class. Yeah, I also saw a tweet saying he was tier 11 football earlier. Um, big up <laughs> your new gen. So, yeah, De Gea in goal. Um, I'm playing Jonathan Tarr, Sergio Ramos. Uh, Sergio Ramos, sorry. I bought Jonathan Tarr to replace Sergio Ramos, who's gone to Juventus. Um, he's playing alongside Rafael Varane. I've currently got Theo Hernandez playing left back. Um, I have still got Danny Carvajal, but I've been playing Hakimi more at right back. Um, I play Gedson Fernandez and Christian Eriksen as my two central midfielders. And then inside forward right is Eden Hazard. Inside forward left is Dybala. And then up front, I'm playing Icardi. So it's, uh, yeah, quite a little superstar. Oh, sorry, I've missed a player out there. There's no Regista, Tony Cruz, still doing his business as a Regista. But it is like playing fantasy football. And where we've been playing network saves, obviously me and Dave have played network save. We've now started a network save between the four of us. It's a, an easy save to go back to and just pick up and have some fun, sign loads of just quality players. And then, yeah, do the business. I haven't won the Champions League yet, though. How are you coping with like having so many different saves? I know you said it's an easy one to pick up, but from someone who struggles to play a single save let alone <laughs> well I think the El Clasico save with me and Dave it was it was on and off you know because we, where we got different commitments Dave would be off on a Monday I had some Mondays off so we could play and there was, it, it was something to play in the times when the other person's not there and that's pretty much all I do it's like if I'm on my computer and want to play FM I've got a save I can go to same with our network save where the boys have been in Berlin obviously didn't play it you know, we didn't play a network save all weekend, so I can just, you know, 
spend a few hours playing a Real Madrid save. So it's just a good save. It's not one that you, you know, when you spend hours and hours going through all the, the kind of the real detail of the game, it's Real Madrid. It's literally like plug and play. You can just go in there, mess around with some formations, you know, buy a few players here and there, spend loads of money. I don't, I, I like the save, it's good, but it's like I don't really care about it. Um, much like the network save for Chelsea, that, you know, I'll speak about that <laughs> later as well. <laughs> Okay, uh, you've alluded to the network save, but we'll shift over to Dave first before we get there. Um, ha- Ebbsfleet, what's? I mean, it's been that. It feels like ages since we spoke about yeah. this. Um, to be fair, I've not played it in a few days, but I got a promotion from League Two on the final day of the first season. So for a club that had just obviously gone up from the, the National League, we got an, another automatic promotion. Um, so yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. We had a really, really tough start, and obviously, when we win a game, we gain a player. When we lose a game, we lose a player. Um, and towards the start of the season, we started off really, really badly. And I had a squad at one point where I was having to basically couldn't field a full squad. I had spaces on the bench. Well, then we ch- we went on a run um, because I changed the tactic about a quarter of the way through the season. I went back to the tactic I used at the start of the season, which was a four four one one. And we just started picking up points. And I think we probably only dropped points in four or five games between probably January and the end of the season. So we, we put together a really strong team, got promotion in the end. Um, but yeah, there's some there are some really good players down in League One and League Two at the moment. Like We were playing up against the likes of Callum Gribbin and stuff like that, which I think at that level was would have been a fantastic signing. But first game in League Two, I'm against Wigan as well. So they're going to have some good players and um, it'll be interesting to see how we get on. So how many how many seasons are you are you actually in to save? So because we're gonna I, drop like a fucking stone. I'm I'm in I'm in my second season or about to start my second season, but it is f- the third season in game. So it's so a they've start basically had subsequent demotions then. Uh, they're, no, they they're in league, the championship. They're in League One, so I've just got promoted to League One, and my first game of the season is against Sorry, them. Right, so they're still right. in League One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have gone down though from the championship. Hmm. Eyes emoji. Well, check out the YouTubes to uh, keep your eyes closely peeled on that one, Mister Dupe Malaga. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had a bit of interesting time. I, I can't remember the last time we spoke about it because I think last time we were on, we were talking about the network save uh, and the hype behind that because that just started. Um, but in the meantime, we had been playing the Malaga save and got actually got promoted, um, and we're now in the top division in Spain. We had a massive job on our hands of actually bringing some players in to see what we can do. And I think, to be honest, we've had a very successful pre-season. Uh, we did like a Twitter thread um, because I did play offline because I was, I, I think it was a day where I'd streamed about eight hours already and I was like, you know, I can't do any more, so I'm going to play offline. But we got players such as like Renato Sanchez, Fio Hernandez. We brought Arthur in from Barcelona and I'm paying him like 20 grand a week, which is just ridiculous. Um, amount of money to be fair for such a top quality player and he is like incredible at his free kicks he scored so many free kicks for us um, but starting the season I think we're about 7-8 games in now and we've only lost once in the league and we've played Atletico Madrid which is our opening game which we drew 0-0 however the best result of the kind of the bunch of the fixtures was Real Madrid we beat them 2-0 um, at the Bernabeu and that was just a remarkable performance and uh, a great great victory to be fair so I think we're sat like fifth or sixth now in the league, um, and we're going to press on and see where we can kind of get to. See, when I've played in Spain, I know it was on FM seventeen, so it may not be comparable. But the hardest thing is like you can anyone else pretty much bother the t- sort of the top three teams. So your your Real Madrid, your Barca, and your Atletico. Aside from those, anyone is beatable within within the La Liga, but breaking sort of past those three is so hard and I think that's the that can make or break your season basically that the results against those teams yeah and obviously so there's the, the top the top three um so there's 18 points available we've played two, two games of the the six that we'll play against them and and we've got four points so I mean if we can come over 10 points I'll be happy but we've still got an absolute shed load of games to go um, you're right. Yeah, there's so many teams in this league that we should be beating, and there's so many teams that um, we're going into as favourites, even as the newly promoted side. 
But it's just so strange that, like, for example, Fio Hernandez has been loaned by Real Madrid to us. Uh, he's able to play as well. Uh, you've got Arthur can play against Barcelona. He's been he's been loaned to us. It's just the loans over there just seem to be very strange. That they're very happy to loan these brilliant players. But do you know what? Also, you can play against us as well because that'll be fine. I yeah, because you, that rule doesn't exist in the Premier League. You you like you are not allowed to do that. Yeah, there is no way you can like it's a it's a league rule that you're not allowed to play sort of loaned players against no, play their the parent, parent club. Yeah. Should do yeah. that, shouldn't they? I think. I mean, that is I a rule right. that they should change. Yeah, I think or in Spain that that or, or in the no, Premier no, League. No, no, I think in the Premier, Premier League, League, I think if you loan a player to another club, that's it. They should be allowed to play because yeah, they can absolutely. take points. A player could effectively take points off of one of your rivals, so they should they should also have the ability to take points off you. Yeah, I don't. I guess it's the whole match fixing thing potentially that they're more concerned with. Um, it's bad how it can it can't happen in the Premier League, but it can happen at like high high levels like the Champions League and Europa League. Like um, I know he signed permanently for them this week, but Luka Jovic played against Benfica yeah. the other day, and he's still technically on loan from them. Uh, Kingsley Coman scored against I think it was Juve when he played for Bayern as well. Yeah. It's, it's strange how it can happen at that sort of elite club competition, but the Premier League have overlooked it. I'm not too sure why. I would imagine it's something. I mean, I'd... it might be to do match fixing though. It, it, match fixing is is one suggestion. It could just be what what the clubs have agreed to. Like mm. they feel like you get a lot of if you get the Chelsea's or potentially Watford who who sign a lot of players and have various agreements in place, and then they loan loads of players. They would potentially have like a full team playing against them mm. at any given time. Potentially, can I, I just tangent what... against Watford there? Oh yeah, go on. They've. Uh, it's something that I saw the other day and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And I cannot for the life of me remember what the player's name is. It's a young Brazilian. Um, I think he's playing for Fluminense. But basically, Watford have signed him. And I think, and I might be wrong, it's like an initial million pound. But basically, if he put every minute he plays more than 45 minutes goes towards increasing his transfer fee. If he scores goals, they the transfer fee, when it goes permanent, gets more. So it's like an incentive for Fluminense to give him game time. So he's like, he has to play more than 45 minutes. And I think it goes up to something like £10 million or something like that. So the more goals he scores, the more minutes he plays. And he has to play more than 45 minutes to kind of for that, for the money to go up. And I just thought, what a genius way of kind of getting a transfer done and incentivizing the the other team to give him game time before he can officially sign. I thought it's just a really, I'll have to find the link for it because I thought it was really, really good. And that's, that's a really intelligent way of doing it. It's like, for example, if I was on loan at Watford and I was played for United and I was able to play against United I granted the, the match fix and that but I would want to prove to them that actually no you're wrong putting me on loan and I'd want to kind of do the best I could do to, to prove to United that actually no I'm good enough to play so I can see what you're getting at it's obviously different sides to everything but it's just interesting really interesting I'm not really thought about the, the Premier League rules with that well there you go um Talking of the Premier League. There you go. Network save. There we go. Segway. Um, Who wants to start off with this? I think Joe should start because he can positively sell this save to the world. (laughs) Really, really great save with four four guys all aiming for one cup. Um, Teach is Man United. Dupe is Liverpool. He's a long time supported club. Dave is Arsenal. (laughs) I am Chelsea. I mean, I should save this to after the team meeting, but when people have asked, is FM too easy? Just be Chelsea. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I like to think that I'm decent at a football manager and it is really fucking annoying me how poor this team are. And I mean, I, I don't even know if it's Chelsea. I don't know if it's just one of these weird network save things, but so many weird things happen. I had Marcus Alonso score an own goal from 18 yards the other day. He literally just turned around and passed it back into his own net. And it's just some really weird things. Dave played me. Yeah, David Luiz. David Luiz just stood there, literally, just stood still and let, I think it was Aubameyang, just run past him. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, David Luiz, I think he's he's rated by the coaches as like a four star player. Mate, he's more like four star petrol, fucking extinct. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) he's terrible. And then you've got Rudiger moaning that, you know, he's moaning because I've sold, like, want to sell players or I, I won't give. Like shit first, shit players first team football. I'm like, mate, you can't even talk. You're rubbish. 
literally he's terrible and then I've got Eden Hazard for, in my Real Madrid save right? and he just he's amazing playing in his Chelsea team he must be depressed because <laughs> he just does not do anything and it, oh, I don't know it's just winding maybe, me up maybe it's coded into the game that he genuinely wants that move well, I don't know if it's like the morale or something like that that that's really suffering because I literally just every time we have a shit result I'm just aggressive team talk your shit and whether I'm just literally just beating them to the ground doing a bit of a Mourinho you know I don't know, I don't know. he's a fun save and I don't I won't, you know, I won't quit anything but I'd be happy if I got sacked <laughs> you've had a, a, a couple of weird things that's happened and obviously like, we've had our issues on the in the past on this pod about network saves, but you've had a couple of strange things and I'm not here to kind of ask you to beat network saves down because I know that I'm an advocate and we're all actually advocates of them. We all play the, the network, but like the, the, the tactic stream and the training, it's just not sitting right for you, is it? Yeah. Like I went into, um, set my, you know, when you select in your training, what, what your kind of first choice tactic is, it just come up with three blank spaces and I've got no familiarity with my tactic, even though I've played the same tactic the whole save so far. Um, what else was there? Clicking on the tactic screen when I'm playing a match, and then it just changed everything to full match and slow mode. Um, I can't remember what else there was. News items not coming up. Although it, it's just a few weird things. I'm like, is because we've talked about network saves and divergence and all these different things, I'm wondering that when you go into a four-man save, is there just one person that pulls the short straw and just gets all the shit? Uh, and, I'm, I'm, and I cannot, you know, I'm not trying to say that it's all buggy, that's why I'm having shit results. I'm having shit results because Chelsea are shit. Um, I mean, even Dave beat me. and <laughs> but, oh. even, but even that, was it 7-5? Uh, yeah, 7-5. How, how does a game like that, 7-5? And I mean, it was ridiculous as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think I was winning like, I can't remember. I was winning. Dave comes back. And then it was just literally, if you just kicked a ball long, you're going to score. And I think I went to like very attacking at the end. And it was like Ross Barkley was pinging it in from 45 yards. Strange old game. This is not me trying to out anybody, but um, you two played your network save and you had absolute fine, no problems. Me and Teach played ours. He hosted and we had problems. We're now playing ours. Teach is hosting. And we've got problems. Maybe Mr. So you're only saying that, that He's only saying that because he knows Tobes don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> has he, has he got his missus on the iPad again? I mean, it's funny um, as well, actually, because he's top of the league. Yeah, just. Mm. Only just. Is it? I mean, I, unfortunately, I've not been able to tune in as much as I would have liked to. Uh, particularly this week with only having one one working computer. But First are you enjoying problems. it as a save? It is fun. It is, it is really good. That's proper I'm toy problems. It. I've only got one working computer. <laughs> it, it, it's good. I'm enjoying it because I don't normally take a big team and, and play a big team, and I still haven't taken a big team. I've took Liverpool. Um, but it's, it's nice to be playing the network, chatting to the guys and uh, playing the game. It's good fun. But for me, um, it's just frustrating because I got fucking beat by Teach again. And we've been banging it. Liverpool, I've been banging it with Liverpool. We've played Barcelona. We beat Barcelona in the Champions League to qualify top of our group. Absolutely annihilated the best team on, in the world. And we come up against Teach, we go 1-0 up, and he does about 9 million changes, and he beats me yet again. And I thought this would be the time. But no, it's not. I, I, th- this is the other bug with the game. He's conceded like three goals in the Premier League in about, what? 20 five, games, man. 20 games. We've played 19 games, yeah. Bang on halfway, haven't we? Yeah, bang on halfway. And he... For, with that United defence, he has done miracles with them. And I know he's done things behind the scenes and genuinely he's, GG, he's done well, but just frustrating, man. Anyone but fucking teach beating me all the time. <laughs> how, how have you found, like, obviously you've both played network saves as a pairing, but moving to... Now, this is more of a, like, from a content creation, quote-unquote, sort of perspective, I guess, but how has the move from having a pairing to a, a, a quad gone and 
is it more difficult to try and sort of balance the conversation so not one person is dominating it too much? To be fair, it's gone a lot smoother than I anticipated because obviously I didn't really stream the one with Joe that much and we could just sort of chill and if one of us needed to go for a drink or whatever or BRB 10 minutes, we could do that. With this, we sort of, obviously we've got our chat so we organise like when we want to play but we're actually getting through it a lot quicker than what I anticipated. I think we had the first stream, which was majority of... We skipped friendlies, to be fair, though. Like, we didn't do friendly, So we did all our signings in one stream. Second stream, we still had a little bit of pre-season, but I think we kicked off the league. But we're getting through, on average, I'd say about five games slash one month in-game. So um, last yesterday's stream, we did like a four-hour stream, but we smashed through the whole of December. So we're doing really well, like getting through it. And as you say, we like the communication and stuff. Teach and Dupe are quite clued up, clued up on it. So if they're talking to their chat, they'll they'll sort of deafen everyone else. So on that side of things, there's been no real issues. Yeah, I can only but echo what he says. It, it, it's done. It, you know, it's been really good. The only thing, a couple of things. Dave needs to learn how to hit continue. Uh, Dave also needs to learn to hock here mute because, like, he just randomly starts singing and chanting and, you know. It's fine. I I, I, it's fine. But no, it's good. It, it's nice because the best <laughs> bit about a network save is um, is playing each other. So when you play as a pair, you get two games two games a year minimum, and if you're lucky in the cup, you'll you'll get maybe an extra one. But it's uh, it's good that we that's up to now. So like every other month, we're playing each other, and Dave and Teach, I think they're both into the last four of the um, the Carabao Cup. You've got Dave and Joe in the Europa League knockouts, me and Teach in the Champions League knockouts, so and the FA Cup as well. So there's so many now avenues where we can play each other and they're the good games. And it's funny that they're the ones, even though we're playing on the same highlights level, they're the ones that have the most highlights and they take the longest. And um, no, it's it definitely improves improves the uh, the way we play. What's good as well that people don't see is when we're slagging each other off in our WhatsApp group because we all want to play it and it's trying to kind of get four guys together at, a, at the same time. We had, I think, was it yes, was it yesterday? Friday? I can't remember now. Yeah, this But basically, is- Dave, Dave was at work. Tobes kind of texts us at like half seven going, uh, my throat's a myth. Uh, never say never, but probably won't play. Gets to about half ten. Tobes feels better. Oh, yeah, we can play a network save. Dupes arranged to go out. Dave's arranged to go out because we thought the network save weren't going to happen. I've then talked Dave into coming back. Dupes then gone, I'm going out now as well. <laughs> He's then had a row of his misses, <laughs> managed to stay in. And uh, yeah, we managed though, to yeah. managed to throw out about a six-hour stream, I think. Yeah, I think that's um, why my stream was so different yesterday because I was streaming from the doghouse. <laughs> it was worth it for you. I died for this Do- save, lads. The, the doghouse instead of the dugout. Yes. Poignant. Yes. Well, um... I, I guess that'll be the next question is uh, have any divorces ensued thus far or are we close to that I mean it's probably poor timing for you Duke really if anything else what, what, what's um, poor timing he's got he's got to move room <laughs> can't move room to the doghouse <laughs> no it's um, nah to be fair the missus is you know we've always said that she's golden um, I mean she wouldn't go anywhere else I mean, I mean she's only human if you see me I go to the gym do you know what I mean <laughs> We didn't. We hadn't heard. No. Yeah. My missus is, is a big fan of the podcast, you know. So she knows I need something to talk about on a, on a Thursday night or, or a Saturday night. <laughs> um, you, 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 you need to have a word of her. She's all. She must be a big fan of my Insta as well, man. Constantly liking everything, man. I mean, GG yeah. for the support. I often but... go through it, mate. I often go through it. All she follows is. Yeah. So you're well in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I do, I, I do apologise because she will be listening to this in in the car on Monday, and she hates that word. So I will say one thing. Though, I'll, I'll, I might save you, Joe. I don't know. No, I'll don't see. save him. She hates she, the she, she, he, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve. Shout. She's lovely. She's a lovely lady, and if she is she listening, is. so why don't I deserve her? She's lovely. She, she, she <laughs> never said a bad word about her. Out of the We Stream FM wags, I think she's my favourite, including my own wife. The team meeting. Team meeting, gents. Is FM too easy? Or is FM easy? I guess is the more simple question. It could be a blanket answer of yes, 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 no, but hopefully we'll be able to expand upon this, or else this is going to be a very short team meeting. <laughs> One thing I found this year, and obviously I've been going a bit lower recently, well, 
previously with my two saves with Malaga and with eighteen sixty. Um, I found that the lower leagues were a lot easier. That we, 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 you know, we didn't stumble at anywhere. We went straight back to back promotions. But the, I think the the whole thing with that is that I think pe- uh, teams are taking longer to work out your system, um, and you can almost get away with playing a system all season. And as long as your team are morale are good, and you know it, it just seems to work. You may have the odd blip, but previously I would then go and look at the system and work out why. Hang on, what was? You know, have they worked this out? Do we need to mix it up? But for me, I think that's a big thing. I wouldn't say it's easy. It's not easy. You know, Joe's spent all that money at Real Madrid and not won the Champions League yet because it isn't easy. But I don't think it's as hard as it has been previously. Now, that might be because I'm getting better and I'm playing the game better and we're all playing the game better and that's why people think it's easier. But for me, I think it's just a little bit easier than normal. But why do you think that? Like, is in is it the game itself, the tools that you're given that make things that you may have previously struggled with easier? Is it the fact that there's maybe better tutorials and and the the explanations in game are better than they have been, and that the role descriptions are maybe more accurate to describing how players perform. I think personally, very quickly, I think it's because there's such great content out there on the WeStream FM Discord links in the description um, that it makes it a lot easier for people to play. Such a fucking bag. No, I just hey, like, that was Duke, not Dave. <laughs> and that was a generalised one I didn't say go follow me I said follow the lot I mean come on just don't follow nerd he doesn't stream there's a there's a little bit in that I think because there is some some really good content out there there's really great people on Twitter that can help you I think YouTube Twitch I think there's some really great things you can watch to pick stuff up even stuff like you know, even if you went on FM Scout on things like that where you can download tactics on the Steam Workshop I think there's a lot more on there so there, there is lots and lots of content around that can give you advice to be better at the game but I think nothing makes you better at the game than experience and I think where people are playing these games more and more and more you just get in that way don't you of knowing how I think I spoke to Tobe yesterday I think if you can get into that mentality where you're in a position where you can buy cheap sell high generate a lot of money buy the, then you improve the level of players if you can do that that's pretty much you can guarantee success because you will just be able to buy the best players if you're half good at putting a tactic together you you will just by nature of putting those things together you will win and I think that's why now you see so many more people kind of setting rules to their saves because it's very easy just to go and win whereas if you start saying oh I can only buy players under 23 I I've I've seen a few people saying, oh, they can only sign homegrown players, Matt. Um, lots of different rules of what people can do in saves, and I think that keeps it a little bit fresh. And I was saying, I, again, I can't, my memory's bad tonight. I can't remember who I was talking to about journeyman. And I said, it might even be the guy that talked about this, uh, this actual question about is FM too easy, that the journeyman seems to be like you get a few seasons into something and you build it and then you kind of have to start again. So there's longevity in it. You're not just kind of one team, get to the top, win everything, and just keep winning and winning and winning. Because I don't see there's any any fun in that. Um, so yeah, I think it's more about there's lots of people with a lot lot more experience playing the game, and there there are ways to make you to make the game feel easy. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the experience is massive since making content and and being live and playing the game more. I am getting better and that isn't a blowing smoke at one's ass. It's just the fact that it's going to happen. You, 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 you know, you keep doing something at the same, you know, you're going to learn and pick things up, especially with such a knowledgeable people that you base yourself with and doing the pod. We, you know, I come away from the pod at least twice or three times a month going, Oh shit, I didn't, I didn't actually think into that feature. I'm going to use that more. Um, for me, I think this year it's been so varied with the saves. Yeah. Very similar yet very different um i've been able to sign different players and sign different you know use different ways of signing players and that's massive that's different that makes such a variety to the game for example when me and teach did the the four, the four week network save we we simmed the season so normal transfer would have happened plus whatever the ai have done 
and it makes it that little bit different, a little bit harder. You can't get those targets you think you can get. Uh, and I think the restrictions are good. I think it's better for somebody to put those restrictions in place to make the game harder than having to use different methods to make the game easier because it's you can't make the game easier. You can only make it harder unless you save and reload. <laughs> now, I... I agree with what you guys said there, like because the amount of content that's out there at the moment over the years, no doubt, definitely for me personally, in the last two years or so, I've improved massively at the game. And that's mainly to do with, obviously, as you say, the amount of content out there. You hear a lot of people that do content and upload videos on YouTube in particular, or stream as well now, that they actually don't have much time to watch YouTube videos or watch streams outside of their time because they're streaming and recording so much they don't want to go and watch different channels but like when i actually had the time to sit down and watch channels i just watch and look what they did differently to me and that would just improve my knowledge of the game so much more and if i was struggling with something and tried something that i'd seen and it sort of obviously because i picked something up off someone else it would just obviously expand my knowledge and, and make the game better for me I don't know really what it was like sort of 15 years ago before all this content was out. Obviously, there were the blogs and websites and stuff like that, but I can only imagine now sort of as the game has got bigger and there's more features, content has got bigger and there's more content as well. So it's probably on par, I'd imagine, with the sort of last five, ten minutes, uh, five, last five, ten years or so in, in regards to difficulty. But like you lot say, I think you can make the game as hard as you want it to be as well. But I suppose that opens up the question, is there a way for Football Manager or Sports Interactive to put a difficulty level on the game when you first start? Can they set it to easy, medium, hard, or is it completely up to you? Well, it with already what, exists. Yeah, with what manager qualifications that you put, I suppose, is one, or uh, what teams you pick as well. Like yeah, actually masking is yeah. absolutely yeah. a fair one because that's what I was going to mention as well. I think the uh, the managerial kind of coaching level, isn't it, as well, can yeah. be your uh, your depth of how difficult it's going to be. I know Matt loves starting as a fucking blind person as a Premier League manager. <laughs> I used to do that a lot. Yeah, I do think like that had last year in particular. It it certainly shifted it didn't really seem to matter that much. Now, it may have been because I generally started saves lower down, but until last year, it didn't really seem to matter an awful lot whether I started in in the Prem or any lower. Like, it didn't it didn't really seem to matter until last year when it was like, no one cares, and I guess because of the morale and stuff like that being more focused upon um, that and dynamics being more of a thing, it, it, it always has been, but in terms of, like, it seemed to be vital to how well your team performs once you're you get in the shitter and your your manager doesn't have the ability to talk sort of players around with big egos you're pretty much up shit creek without a paddle again just to quickly jump back to, to what Dave was saying about Dave getting better I and this again isn't trying to blow smoke up one's ass I think you doing the network save with Joe has made you a better player because I think network saves for you, David. You you've been actually talking it to openly to Joe how you play, and I've been in the in the yeah. chat when you you when I've been listening. Joe's recommended a few things, and you've recommended a few things. And I think you you're knowledgeable about the game, but you talking about it. I think that's enabled you to actually play better. And I think that's proof in the pudding with this 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 network save we're doing. You started very poorly, whether that was because of injuries or what, but you've managed to change that and and build and. You know, you're, you're looking like a bit of a threat. I mean, you beat me. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> that, I mean, with the network save, I I've, I did it a lot with Joe. I had to think about how I was going into games because in the Portuguese league, apart from Benfica, you could go into every game and expect to win. Um, so I always had to go and actually be careful with what I was doing. Do I stick with the same tactic that I've been rolling teams over with or do I have to go a little bit more conservative? And that's what I've done against all of you. I've stuck with the same shape, but I've tweaked one or two instructions and it worked obviously against you two where I picked up the wins, uh, but against Tobes I did the same thing. And we just, to be fair, I had a couple of injuries that game, but he was he beat me. So I have, I'm definitely learning with stuff like that. But I remember, I think I listened to one of the podcasts which I wasn't on, which all of you lot were on and, and Joe was like saying that I tinkered too much with the team if one little thing had gone wrong. 
but obviously I took that on board and that's I've sort of leaving things as they are if I'm drawing a drawing a game nil nil but I'm having 30 shots on goal I'm still doing something right I've just got to be patient with it and if it finishes nil nil then obviously it wasn't to be yeah I think you've definitely been thinking about how you set up games I was just wondering how did you what was your thinking behind losing to Real Madrid fuck off Joe <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a genuine question then <laughs> that's why I mean, it genuinely me. was <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect love that uh, I mean I, I've I, I'm not the best person to talk about this because I've barely played it this year um, as never mentioned Joe it. Can Joe we, continues can, to remind me. Can we guess how many hours you've actually played? I think that should be like... You, you a, won't be able to, Actual hours or hours that it says in Steam because these uh, are very different uh, questions. Okay, no, I mean, so it says that, in Steam, he's probably done about 900 hours. <laughs> I was going to say... I think it's like 1,400. I, I think what we should it. do is we should we should leave this to the to, to the listeners to actually just ran, guess how many hours they genuinely think you've played. I'm going to go with less than 40 minutes. Oh no, I've played more than that. Like I when oh, when although <laughs> mine have been front loaded before the game was even released. Oh, that's so when, I, when, when I was, yeah, oh, well, well. <laughs> I got into November in that Shulker save. A bit like you so did with, with the, so Alex Ferguson save. You got that to November as well, didn't you? Hey, hey, that well, that in, yeah. that 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 might still be a thing. Slash is already still a thing. <laughs> FM20 um, hashtag nerd FM20 returns. yeah no 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 FM20 that's Ketchin because Ketchin have been confirmed as champions and are, are going up We're so Panorama South slash North next year boom coming to you late 2020 <laughs> 2021 <laughs> Joe come on <laughs> let's give me a chance to get something set up um, but in terms of I, I think it depends on how much time you're willing to invest in the game itself and using the tools around you as to how successful you can be. And I think having a sounding board, whether it be someone who is in a Discord call with you, whether it's a forum, whether it's anything, like actually being able to suggest things and either get people to sort of say, no, that's fucking stupid. What? Well, how do you even think? But Or at least asking questions. This is one thing that I, I've noticed that Cleon does. When people ask him questions... He doesn't give them a straight answer. He answers them with an additional question. What have you have you thought about X, Y, and Z? Why is you or why why have you chosen that role for that particular player? All of that sort of stuff that helps people. Maybe you don't think about it that way. I think it takes a certain sort of type of mind to just instantly think about football that way. Whereas people will some sometimes pick the player that they like and think, oh yeah, that suits him the best because that's how he plays in real life. When maybe you need to think about it more holistically and the whole system, whereas you may get the best out of one single player, but you lose every game because the rest of your team are, are diabolical and trying to suit that one player to a particular role doesn't benefit the rest of the team or something along those lines anyway. I have, I have to agree, Matt. I mean, I get bullied in chat when I start a new save because I take six hours to hit continue. When I did the net, the, the four-week network save with Teach, I got the piss taken out of me constantly because... He was waiting on me because I was playing slow. And that's something that, for me, I'm just now, you know, when I play Football Manager, you can rush through it, you can spam through it. And I think when I was making YouTube content, that was probably what you were doing because you want to get to the next video because you want to keep playing and playing and playing. But when you're on stream, you can take your time, you can do exactly what it takes. And it just gives me a chance to take a step back and just look at what I'm doing and hang on, am I doing this right? Should we be doing this? Should we be doing something else? Should we be offering this guy a contract? And second-guessing everything, which I think, again, has is, is made me a bit of a better player. Yeah, I think all of this is good food for thought, particularly for those if you are, or you think that you're struggling with FM in, com in comparison to previous versions. And I also think maybe sort of taking yourself away from what you've known previously from a previous game, because yes, the match engine may be similar, but there will be other things that are weighted slightly differently and actually think not going in with any form of bravado I guess and assuming you're going to be good at this because you were good at the last one because it's not always the case and I think being a bit humble hashtag humble for curty listeners um, strange flex but um, <laughs> Weird flex, uh, but like actually removing yourself, actually you know giving yourself a bit of a talk to think actually no, I need to think about this more simply. Go back to basics and, and start again. Um, 
I guess we've gone more from is FM too easy to suggesting how people can make it easier for themselves, but full circle and all that nonsense, I guess. To, to look on the other side of that, to make it harder, what what I've done is last year I, I played definitely, definitely played two up top with an attack mid behind. Uh, and definitely I didn't, did I didn't not. play it any wingers. absolutely three up top. It was definitely um, a shadow striker. This year... <laughs> Uh, I've not played an hour formation. I've pushed myself to play wide, and I'm not listening to the word you say. Uh, to all of my my tactics, I played. I played wide players, and it's just because you can fall back into the oh, I'm just going to play a four one two one two, which is two up top because I said two at the end, um, and not you know, and not challenge myself. And that again is another way of making it a little bit harder if you wanted to mix it up a bit. Play a libero, try that. Liberos, yeah, never work. Um, Right. Okay, before we move on to today's quiz, uh, we've seen a lot of chatter on Twitter about people recommending podcasts or at least asking for recommendations for different podcasts. Um, my Google thing may be thinking I've just asked it a question when I definitely didn't say, okay, the other word. But never mind, it's, it, we continue on. Um, but So do we have any podcasts that we listen to that maybe other people might want to, whether they're FM-related, whether it's football, anything because I do think that, I, I mean, I, I'm probably guilty for it myself. I've got a few that I listen to, but I don't really look out for any more, even though I need time filling. I don't listen to podcasts. I think they're all shit. No, um, Peter Crouch. Great salesman. I think that's going to come up quite a bit, because I think I was pushed on that via Mr. Joe. Um, Best that, podcast out there. That Peter moment. Crouch podcast is an incredible podcast. It is based on football, um, and that, for me is the void that my favourite ever podcast filled, um, which was, or the void that was filled because my favourite podcast isn't work, uh, going anymore, and that would be The Magic Sponge. You can go back and listen to that. If you haven't listened to either of those podcasts, do so. FM-based, obviously, if it's not the five-star pod. Um, I'm going to say Grass and Gear. I actually really enjoy what they do. I think the, the way that they do it is uh, is good and fun, and, and it's a very easy listen. Um as long as you turn subtitles on, it's it's pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, that's the pot calling the fucking kettle stupid, isn't it? <laughs> I'm actually um, due to go on that next month, so um, that's why I'll just start the banter now, you know. To be fair, I, I very rarely listen to podcasts because I know a lot of people like they listen to podcasts on their commute from work and stuff, but um, I did start listening to one when I first started football coaching because it would take me about 30, 40 minutes to get to training. It was called the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. To be fair, like the quality of it, I'd assume the guy, he doesn't listen, but if he did, he wouldn't mind me saying the quality of it isn't fantastic. But he used to have like, by the sounds of it, Skype calls with different football coaches from around the world. But like some of the stuff these guys were doing was like ridiculous. Like a lot of them were like coaching at like Liverpool and stuff like that. And then they'd go over to Thailand and stuff like that just to have a different culture. But there was... I. They never really spoke about coaching drills and stuff like that, just about their experiences. And the one Liverpool coach was on about how he used to coach yeah, Alexander, um, was it Alexander? No, Trent Alexander Arnold, that's his name. Um, and he was like the biggest troublemaker ever at youth level. And he says, if someone came up to me and said, this guy would make it at the top level, I'd tell you to shut up. And obviously, like six or seven years later, he's first team Liverpool. But like some of the stories that I haven't listened to it for a while, but it always, as a, as someone that had just started coaching, it would always give me different ways to look at training and stuff like that. Uh, well, as as James, uh, Jave, I've just <laughs> I meant to say Dave and just, and I've managed to combine the two words. Marvelous. Um, as Dave's sort of touched on coaching, uh, it's not a podcast strictly, but I actually do quite a lot of voiceover work for for Touch Type, which are a, a coaching Dave. platform. Beg. No, no, sorry, no. I don't get paid sorry. to say this, but um, but like their their content is actually really good. Like, very rarely do I get to say things that I have to read or get paid to read. Uh, it's not always the most interesting stuff. But some of the, I I did some uh, takes for them recently, and it's that it really it's really interesting how they go about things and just it it even helps I think with the FM thought process of thinking yeah. like ah, I want play you know how you want uh, teams to move and how you want them to defend uh, and not even like the the training side of such it just it just got me thinking more about the tactical side of the game as opposed to picking players for certain positions and stuff like that but 
a brief share there. They've got all sorts of stuff for free on their their website and on the Twitter account. And if 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 my voice isn't enough on this podcast, you can listen to myself there. Mm. Anyway, Dupe's falling asleep. Joseph, do you have any recommendations? Well, I've, got, I've obviously I've got to give a shout out um, to the Magic Sponge, and I I do highly recommend that to anybody that hasn't listened to it. Um, it's Rob Beckett, um, Ian Smith, and Jimmy Bullard sometimes, uh, and they normally get another kind of ex-football player on there and just talk absolute shite. I still go back um, and listen to it now. I so so f- why have they finished it? Oh, two days finished ago. It? I think it was when he it was, um, it was paid for by Dave, you oh, know, the TV right. channel, and obviously they just haven't haven't got another one. I think when when um, when Jimmy Bullard got the Soccer AM gig, he just stopped turning up. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he kind of <laughs> he kind of made it. But seriously, I it's that good of a podcast. I've listened to it three or four times all the way through. I will yeah, just you could listen go to it back. anytime. It's yeah. it's one of those kind of evergreen kind of bits of content that you could always listen to it because it's just old footballers just talking about things they got up to that they really shouldn't have. Lots of footballers talking about shitting in places they shouldn't do. Um, yeah, it's just it's just very good. The only episode I'd say don't listen to is the Joe Jordan one. It was oh, horrible oh, to listen to. It was so awkward. <laughs> It was really? it was very awkward. Um, That's going to be the yeah, first the one I'm going to listen to. Peter now. Crouch podcast, very 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 good. Um, obviously, it's just Peter Crouch talking about football, and he's got a couple of guys from the BBC um, that asking questions and kind of talk about stuff. Back stronger. Uh, the Spanish football podcast with Sid Lowe, very very good. Sid Lowe's um, awesome. There's one Joey Barton. I know it's controversial at the moment. He done something called The Edge, which actually is some really good. Um, podcasts that he'd done I think he'd done one with Gary Neville one with Sean Dyche that I really really enjoyed um, they were very good uh, I'm just literally having a look now because the one I'm listening to at the moment is Lineker and Baker behind closed doors mm. that's, that's very good as well right? so there's a there's a few there that will uh, should tickle your fancy that's on Spotify right that isn't on Apple so uh, I haven't looked I listened to it on Spotify but oh, it's yeah. it'll probably be available anywhere that's, there's yeah. an RSS feed I'd so imagine. two I'll give my two last favourite podcasts um, At Home with Colin Murray is incredible it basically goes round to sportsmen and sports ladies houses and interviews them and proper down to earth good podcast and a weekly podcast brought to you by um, BBC Five Live is Fighting Talk don't know if anyone's heard of that one. It is talk, uh, yeah. presented by Colin Murray. It's a sports-based, tongue-in-cheek quiz show that I'm a massive fan of. That much so that I actually took dragged the wife to Lincoln to go and watch it record live because that's me. But yeah, no, it's a great podcast. My my two shouts would be Football Ramble, uh, which I've listened to for forever in a day, oh, and and also Football Football Weekly. Yeah, because, it's great. although although I've gone off it slightly since uh, James Richardson decided to sort of up sticks and and join up with uh, Ian McIntosh and I think it's Total Football something or other I can't remember what it is but if you need a James Richardson fix that's where you get it. Anyway, Dave, you're up, son. Quiz time. It's time for the quiz. We are doing um, quiz about your own clubs. Um, I'm going to give you an option of one, two, or three in terms of. It's not about this season. It's about just in general, um, in terms of difficulty. So if you easy question, you pick one, you'll get one point if you get it right. Moderate question, if you pick that, you'll get two points. And obviously, what I'd class as a hard question, you get three points for. Um, and there'll be five five questions each um so i don't know who wants to start um anyone who goes first whatever dupe do go first dupe matt joe that's the order i'm doing him okay. right um dupe I first th- question i'm, do I'm you thinking want- of doing a hard question because you're about 12 so every question is gonna be hard past 2011 we're okay, going then. from a, a medium two level two please. medium Not first yeah one. okay between the uh, 2008 and 2009 season and the 2011-2012 season this player averaged one hat-trick per season as a Manchester United player but three of his four hat-tricks were scored in one year who was it? I've underestimated you bro three of his hat-tricks were scored in you if you think question? about it repeat the question one second so 
Between the 08, 09 and 11, 12 seasons, this player averaged one hat-trick per season as a Manchester United player, but three of his four hat-tricks were scored in one season. I mean, I could only really think of one player. Go on. Is it Wayne Rooney? No, it was Dimitar Berbatov. <sighs> I did think of Berbe because he got this one against Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, I think he scored, he got the one against, was it Blackburn? Did he score one against as well? He scored maybe? one against Blackburn. He scored yeah. four against Blackburn, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, he only scored um, one hat trick. Yeah, that's it. Matt, easy, medium, hard. Oh, uh, I'm going to test the water, see what the hard ones are like. Okay. She okay, said. <laughs> right. Uh, Paul Lintz's final game as a ma- uh, as Blackburn manager was a 3-0 Premier League defeat to which team? Oh, God. I fucking hate Paul Lintz as well. <laughs> An absolute <laughs> fucking passion. He could have done, done the United job, apparently. He wanted the Wolves job. He got he, he I got pissed it, off and he got the Wolves job as well. Is it twenty? It was twenty twenty eleven because he only lasted about six months. I'm gonna go for Bolton. Uh, the three 0 defeat was to Wigan. So oh, no, no. I mean, same team basically. It, yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was a Northwest team. <laughs> Joe, one, two, or three? One. One. In which year were West Ham formed? 1895. Correct. Well done. He's, he's off the I've mark. She just head. pulled that. How was that? A one. <laughs> I, I just I just genuinely think club form date should be just common knowledge. Do you know the only reason I remember that? Go on. My, my date of birth is 1985. Yeah. So I always remember it as 1895. Yeah, yeah. I like Joe. You prick. Um, one. Mate, I, I, I just... <laughs> I just think the club form days, they should be number one. We don't all suck off our football clubs. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Dupe, one, two or three? Go for two again, please, sir. Two. Okay. Where did Manchester United sign Rude Van Nistelrooy from? Two points for that. Are you fucking shitting me? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, do you I, think that's too easy? It's it easy. 2004. Uh, was it? Was it Eindhoven? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go for PSV. Yeah, that's correct. PSV. He's got his phone in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's his phone. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I just texted. I'm just texting the wife back to say to start. Have you got you a picture know, of yourself as your wallpaper. It's a motivational thing, Dave. Because I'm oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's better than um, having fucking Ruben Neves on the back. <laughs> I've got Neves. Matt. Two, Dave, please. A two. All right, which two signings are joint transfer records for Blackburn? Two signings? Yeah. Well, this is according to Wikipedia, but... I'll, well, this I'll... is the thing. Like, Curti asked a question, like, uh, when he did a similar sort of format, and his answer was wrong. Uh, so... According to Wikipedia... <laughs> There we go. That's that's how we resolve that. That's how you question. frame that question. I think it's Kare, Kare, no, uh, Grabby and Kevin Davis. It was Jordan Rhodes and Andy Cole I had, both for £8 million. See, uh, Andy Cole was five and a half, I'm quite sure, but there you go. I should have thought about Jordan Rhodes. I didn't think. Yeah, Jordan Rhodes. So, uh, Kevin, Kevin Davis was, was seven and a half. Grab Grab was seven and a half as well. That's what yeah. I Jordan Rhodes. Imagine was if Jordan Rhodes stayed at Ipswich. How much better footballer he'd have been? He'd also been in League One. <laughs> Can't believe I've got that wrong. That shit. Joe, one, two, or one. three. One again. What? Yeah. Well, West Ham four. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was West Ham United originally known as when they were formed? Thames Ironworks. Correct. That's why they're the easy questions, lads. That's why they're the easy questions. Dupe, one, two, or three? Three, please. Three? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get it wrong, so I'd get one wrong and two Shinji wrong. Shinji Kagawa scored his first Manchester United hat trick against which team Norwich. in the Premier League? Oh, yes, he's pulled it out of the bag. Go on, Got his phone in his hand, didn't he? <laughs> That was a quick one. A three. I remember that because he scored this, the, the final goal was literally just, he rolled it over the line. It was amazing. Matt, one, two or three? We'll have to go for a one. He'll get some points on the board. Uh, okay. Uh, which club did Mikel Salgado leave to join Blackburn? 
Oh, Real Madrid. Yep, there you go. That's that is a one. <laughs> yeah, that is a one. <laughs> but what? Yeah, Joe, Real Madrid. That's so easy. He has to question himself. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I was like, he can't really. It, it, one, two, or three. Smash mover three. Come on, this is going to be hard because I definitely won't know it. Okay. I've got a few I could pick from here. Um, Against which team did Kieran Dyer suffer a horrific double leg break in 2007? I thought he was going to go for the easy one there. Colchester? No, it's Bristol Rovers. I knew it was blue and white. I knew it was blue and white and that's why I was... Lucky son. Dupe, one, two or three. Uh, we got two questions left, yeah? Two left, yeah. Well, what's the scores on the doors? You've you got five. At the end. You've got five. Matt's got one. Joe's got two. I'll go for a three, please. Uh, a three, then. Who did Manchester United first beat? Well, who did Manchester United beat in the final to win their first European Cup? Benfica. Oh, Yes. How is that a three? 1968. <laughs> three, That's not a difficult question. So we've got to stop having Man United questions because I know the answers to these. <laughs> you've got to be fucking living in the dark. Matt, one, two or three? Give me a three. Why not? Fuck it. A three. Okay. Which ground did Blackburn first play at? Oh my fucking God. <laughs> That's a three. Are you fucking... Great quiz, by the way, Dave. If I don't tell you Jeez. later, this is a brilliant quiz. I, even, I know it. I can't, I can't think because I'm quite sure they played on the same ground as Blackburn Olympic at the time. And I can't think what it's called. It's like the wreck or something ridiculous. Is that your answer? You for the wreck? That's what I'm going for. It's the Oozehead ground. Oh, okay. I was nowhere near. Check yourself yeah. before you wreck yourself. That's it. Joe, one, two, or three. Three. West Ham won the European Cup Winners' Cup at Wembley in 1965, but who did they beat in the final? 1860 Munich. He got it. He's got I'm it. 1860. Go on. Dupe, one, two, or three. How many points do I need to win, Dave? You've won. Um, you need at least one. Okay, for three then, please. Okay. Who did Sir Alex lose his first United game against? <laughs> his first ever game in charge and he lost do you know I think I got a team in mind but I don't think it's them I'm going to go for Sheffield United Sheffield United that's no, wrong it's Oxford <laughs> it is Oxford you're right Oxford that wasn't a Premier League game though was it to be honest Um, I just said his first Premier United League. game I didn't oh, say Premier, Premier League, League game. game no I didn't so don't he wouldn't have been Premier League in his first year no he wouldn't have didn't exist <clears throat> Uh, Matt, either way, you're bottom. So what are you going three, for? Three, fuck it, YOLO. He's going for three? YOLO. All the things it could say. 35, you just said YOLO. 35? Yeah. Fucking knob. <laughs> <laughs> Not even 32. You don't look for it, Matt. Which Cheers. club did Roy Hodgson leave to join Blackburn? Oh, that's an easy question. Easy. Inter. Inter Milan. He's got the three. Well done, Matt. Joe. Three points. If Come on, throw me another three. Come on. If you get this, Joe... To win. This could be... It's not my phone, by the way. I've just got my notes. You're telling yourself that or Shah that? Okay, Joe. <laughs> if you can get this, Joe. This striker was bought with some of the money they received for Rio Ferdinand in 2000. <sighs> 11 games and zero goals later, he was loaned out to Saudi Arabia. Who was he? Marco Bugas. <laughs> you just wanted to say it. <laughs> Mark, Marco who, sorry? Marco, well, he's obviously not then, is it? Marco Bugas. Marco Bugas. It was TT Kamara. I'm oh, TT. So, it was going to be him or Florian Radichoy. That was too early. The Radichoy was like 96. Yeah, I know. Scores on the doors. Matt with four. Damn. Don't clap Unfortunately, no one knows Blackburn facts. <laughs> Joe, say, with just, No one cares, Dave. We know this one. Joe, with five. And Duke, with eight. I would have gone to, to join me just by putting it on record that we now support Man United. Yeah. 
So all these quizzes, we can just get really easy <laughs> televised questions. Well, let's see if you can get one of the. Fr- uh, let's see if you can get one. Yeah, yeah, good idea, Dave. Put your money where well, put your money where your mouth is, boys. Right, where did Manchester United sign Mikel Silvestre from? Your fucking mouth can't speak. Come on, get your Google out on this one, Joe. What was what was that? Where did Manchester United sign Mikel Silvestre from? Bordeaux. No. Marseille. No. Auxerre. Inter. There you go. Fuck you all. You didn't get it right, did you? I didn't need to. Game's <laughs> over. I just put it in there as a, like a That was a two. Herring. That was. That was a Fuck two. Fuck off to the gym. Go on. <laughs> Cheerio, right. lads. Thank you very much for that. That was really good. I, I, I always enjoy well done, those sorts of formats. Cheers, boys. Congratulations. Cheers, Great boys. amount of effort to put those uh, questions together. Cheers, Sam. Yeah. Right. Brings the episode of number 87 to a close. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter accounts, the Weestrom FM Discord server, Weestrom FM, everything is at weestromfm.com, and the link for that is in the description of the podcast. The Five Star Potential Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday morning. This has been Five Star Potential, and we'll see you all next week. Say goodbye, chaps. Goodbye, chaps. chaps. <laughs>